Welcome to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast. My name is Carmen Marshall, and I'm a life design and manifestation expert, a seven-figure entrepreneur, wellness educator, and a dance teacher. And I'm passionate about helping you create a magical and fulfilling life. Whether you want to discover your purpose, learn how to attract financial abundance, or create more health, balance, joy, and connection in your life, the Soul Craft Your Life podcast has got you covered. One part strategy and one part soul. Each week we explore both the practical and the spiritual with intriguing experts and fascinating human beings, all sharing their wisdom to help expand what we think is possible for our own lives. The goal? To help you create a life you love on your own terms that stems from your soul. Let's dive in and discover what this life has to offer each of us. Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome to episode 11, which is all about losing 100 pounds, 45 kilos, and clearing limiting beliefs with Julie Gazier. Julie has an amazing story of transformation. Over the last 12 months, she's lost exactly 96.4 pounds. We're rounding that up to 100 pounds. But most importantly, she's kept it off, which is actually the harder, but the most important part of lifestyle changes. So, Julie heard about my online nutrition program, Sexy Fit, from a dear friend who said something that really stuck with her. Without our health, our life is less than it can be. And even though Julie had literally tried 15 plus other programs and techniques with no success, because she trusted her friend and she really wanted to change her health, she decided to give Sexy Fit a try. Now, for those of you who may not be familiar with the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge, it's my online program of 10 years that focuses on health as a lifestyle, not a diet. And it has the huge side benefit of sustainable, permanent weight loss if you want to lose weight. So Julie threw herself into Sexy Fit, and I had the absolute honor of seeing her transformation firsthand over the past year. Through the Sexy Fit four pillars, nutrition, proper supplementation, exercise, and mind-body-spirit and through doing the deep inner work to clear limiting beliefs and expand self-love. I know there are so many women and men that struggle to lose and keep off the weight and be healthy, which is so important for preventing degenerative disease and really importantly, to feel great in your own skin. I know Julie's journey will be inspirational for you because she's really been there and she's done it after struggling with the weight for so long. She's also an intuitive life coach, and her specialty is helping her clients clear their own limiting beliefs and expand self-love. I'm looking so forward to introducing Julie to you. This conversation is really candid about the struggles of weight loss and what that looks and feels like, and what can make all the difference, not only for your health, not only for your weight, but for your emotional and spiritual well-being. All the resources we mentioned will be in the show notes, of course, carmenmarshall.com forward slash 11. Now, let's dive in. So Julie, I am so excited to have you on this podcast. You have been on such a journey for this past year. It is so inspiring and I cannot wait to get into the details of it. But for listeners, can you tell them where you are in the world so they can just visualize whereabouts you are in this big, beautiful world of ours? So I live in New Jersey in the U.S. Um, it's fall, uh, October. So it's cold. And every year I do the same thing. I 
refuse to turn my heat on. And so I freeze myself out. So my feet are freezing. <laughs> but it's been rainy here, and uh, which we needed the rain. But soon the leaves are going to start changing into that fall beauty. So fall is mm. one of my favorites. Oh, I love it too. And, and I'm the same way. I'm like, I'm in denial when it starts to get cold. <laughs> I'm like, no, it's not getting cold. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, let's dive into your story. This is just such an important one to share. So as many of my listeners know, I run a program and I have for many years called the Sexy Fit Nutrition Challenge. And the real intent of it is to help people be healthy for life, like as a lifestyle, not as a diet. You know, it's not something that we do to slim down for a wedding or even if it's our wedding, you know, or the holidays, but as a lifestyle. And Julie, you so epitomize this because over the past year, you've lost almost a hundred pounds. And this is what I really wanted to share is that sometimes it can be easy. I mean, it doesn't feel easy, but it can be easy to lose five, 10, 15 pounds, but most people put that weight back on. But what you have done is exactly what Sexy Fit is about. Let's look at this as a lifestyle, get healthier and healthier. And over a year to lose 100 pounds and keep it off is no mean feat, right? <laughs> as you can attest to. Oh, so I really want to go into your, your story. Why don't we start with where were you before you even heard about Sexy Fit? So I have been... Um... I was, as a, a teenager, I was skinny. I was a skinny thing. And I looked in the mirror and I saw a fat person. And so I had dysmorphia. Um, mm -hmm. And then I ended up gaining the weight that I always called myself fat, right? And then I ended up gaining all this weight and it progressively um, just kept adding on. And I tried Weight Watchers and LA Weight Loss and like, diets on diets, Nutrisystem, and um, it didn't really impact me. It was like microwaving food, and I didn't end up losing the weight. I tried mm -hmm. acupuncture and, you know, all these different things. And so when I was approached by my friend, and she was like, let's just talk about your health. Like your, your life is important and you won't, you know, you won't have your life if you don't have your health. Mm -hmm. And that's when she introduced me to sexy fit. And I was opened because I had tried so many different things and I really have the desire to, to release this weight because it was, it's just been so hard to be overweight. It got pretty bad where it's like, I would get stressed out about going to restaurants because I didn't know if I could fit in the sit chairs. A lot of restaurants around here, if they have outside seatings, they have chairs that are like contained. So I wouldn't be able to go there because I wouldn't be able to fit in the chairs. So there was a lot of shame there. Grocery shopping was a lot of shame. Um, so I lived the, in this world where I just felt terrible. <laughs> and so, you know, this program. I was hesitant because I had tried so many different things, but I was, I trusted this person. And once meeting you, you know, you are really an inspiration. So, you know, I was willing to try anything. And because I really do want to feel good in my life. I want to 
be able to move my body and, and not have to think about, can I go to a restaurant and sit in the chair? Mm, can I travel? Yeah. yeah. I remember oh, you. Travel, like I was on an airplane last time I was on the airplane, which was years ago. I actually had a panic attack because not only was I crammed in the seat because of my weight, like I felt totally contained in the space. That I just, I almost, <laughs> I almost lost it. And I haven't been on a plane since because it just was too stressful to be in that position. Yeah. Yeah. I, d I don't think many of us realize the, I mean, we know if we don't feel comfortable in our own skin, but if we are dealing with health challenges because of weight, but there's also all the other things that impacts, like you said, going to the grocery store, traveling, like things we may not think about, you know, until as the weight comes on, then we experience it. And what I have to just so commend you for is that even though you tried so many things, you were willing to try Sexy Fit because I think it is really hard if you've tried a lot of things to think, oh, this is just one more thing. Am I going to be disappointed? Because that's the worst, right. you know, like you try and you try your hardest and you get disappointed and then the confidence goes down. So it's almost like, do I even want to try anything because I'm just going to get disappointed? Right. Yeah. But like you said, and I, I think this is really important, is to find way showers that we trust and that the things they recommend, we can say, well, I trust this person. I'll at least look at this. And then you threw yourself into Sexy Fit just <laughs> completely. <laughs> Uh, so you started, I actually looked at the date. I think it was around October, right? So it's almost like a year to it's the date. It's a year. Yeah. Yes. So happy anniversary. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to have to do a post within the forum because I just literally really realized that before we started the interview. So when you started, what did you, well, actually, let's take it back. What were you, was there anything you were more hesitant about Sexy Fit besides obviously like could I get disappointed? Was there anything else that made you hesitant before you joined? Because I really want to speak to this for other people who may be hesitant. Really, the, the piece that I hesitate on any of the programs I did was this idea of deprivation, feeling deprived. Um, it, I can't possibly do this program and not feel like I'm being deprived. Yes. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I, food is a big reward. It's such an ingrained thing to use food as a reward. So to pull, and of course, I say food as a reward, unhealthy food as a reward. So ice cream or French fries or, you know, whatever that unhealthy thing. Um, and so it was really that idea of deprivation. And the, the most beautiful thing happened. So I was in that space and, and you do that, that uh, prep week where you go through your cabinets and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to eat all this food. <laughs> I don't want to go into waste, right? I have to eat it all. And then I watched the video and you said, um, you said something like, you don't have to have your last supper that you won't be hungry, I promise. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, I'll throw this away. Like, there was such a calmness about when you had said that. I mean, you, I don't know if you said I promise or not, but it felt like a promise. And mm -hmm. that's actually what happened. 
I threw away all the food. I gave away what I could. I was hesitant about coffee, giving up coffee. Um, because in the past when I've given up coffee, I'd get headache for two weeks. Um, when I, um, got stopped drinking coffee here, it was like two days and the headache wasn't so bad. So I was grateful for that as well. Um, and so it was an easy transition into this program and I haven't felt deprived. Mm. You know, when I had like, whenever like cravings come up, it's usually an emotional thing. Not usually. It has been an emotional thing every time. Mm. And when I sit there and say, am I really hungry? And I feel my body and my body doesn't feel hungry. I'm able to not indulge in that Mm. thing. Yeah, you hit on so many phenomenal points. I think one of the things that makes Sexy Fit so different is this, this idea that it's not a diet. It's not about deprivation. Because as soon as we think that we're going on a diet or as soon as we think we're going to be deprived, what do we want to do? We want to eat everything. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so normal that before people start on any program, they literally have their last supper. So I've had so many people say the same thing, like, just when I wanted to have my last supper, I listened to that video. (laughs) And just knowing that you're not going to be deprived. And that for me was life changing as well, because my history was I came from just dieting, dieting, dieting. And after a while, like your body, it has to have food. So literally your body will rebel against you. So that's why Sexy Fit is designed. It's not a diet. It's not about deprivation because if we do that, you're only going to set yourself up for failure. So I'm so glad you brought that up. And then I think the other thing that was really important is really going into the emotional and our beliefs. And I really want to get into that with you because you're a a belief coach. So we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. that too. So that is really what runs the show. But you, I have found in my 20 years of doing this, you have to have the container of your physical body able to do the deeper work. So what I mean by that is we are a physical and a spiritual body. So we have to get the physical, like get our blood sugar stabilized, be eating healthy food. Then we have the container to do the deeper work. So I love that you said, when I, when I feel like overeating, it's an emotional thing, but I've got the physical ironed out through sexy fit. So then I can do the deeper work as well. And they're, they're meant to be done together, but you can't just do the deeper spiritual work without having the physical taken care of as well. Absolutely. And, and I think that's what was happening with any previous diet is I was only focused on that part. And in, mm-hmm. in what I'm doing now is that connection between the physical and the spiritual um, togetherness. At the same time. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting when I, when I go back and think of my journey of dieting and yo-yo dieting and binge eating. I remember at about 27, I started discovering spirituality and that did help a little bit. I mean, I I felt like I was binge eating less, but it didn't solve everything. It was when I started combining physical and spiritual. So it's it's so interesting because even now as a spiritual, like I'm more focused on that now, you would think that could take care of everything, but it can't because we're physical bodies. So you need to do the two. Right. And you know, once 
I, I actually thought like when I first started, I was like, I, there's this amount of weight I want to lose and it's going to take forever. And, but the thing that happened is, is like, as the weight started coming off consistently, and that was, that's been the beautiful part of this is like getting on the scale hasn't been like the scale hasn't been my enemy because mm. it's been consistently coming off. And so as I've been, you know, releasing the weight and my size has been going down and I feel better, the rest of the journey doesn't feel so daunting. Yes. Yes. Because now like I looked at, you know, my, my whys, you know, why, why did I want to do this? And, you know, one of the things is, is I wanted to wear dresses again because I didn't like how I looked. And I, so this isn't dress. I have a nice pretty dress on. <laughs> For those listeners who can't see, can't see, and I feel beautiful in it. And, you know, I'm, I'm able to, um, you know, not think about getting up. Like I would do this thing where I would count to five to try to get myself to stand up because I had knee pain and it, it was hard to get up. And, you know, it was a lot of thinking around it. And I don't have to do that anymore. There's this freedom around what I've already lost because, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to think of some of the other things that I had put down there, but the, I mean, the dresses was really, <laughs> that's the good yeah. feeling one, you know, oh, to be able goodness. to wear clothes yeah. that I feel good in because I was wearing clothes, you know, I'd wear black stretchy pants, like yoga pants and tops whatever I could find, most of them were just plain colors because that's what I could fit in, you know, and that, you know, that might not be a lot of people in your audience, but you know, that's where I was and that's how I was feeling. And I have given away so many clothes and that's another lifestyle thing, right? This idea of holding on, to the old coast, just in case I need to get back into it. No, I've given bags and bags and bags of clothes away as I've been, you know, getting new, new clothes in. So my closet is like (laughs) barely, you know, it's like half empty because I don't have a whole lot of clothes that I'm keeping because, you know, I'm going to need to get more clothes, you know, as the weight comes down. Yes. And I, I love that distinction because it's almost like you're burning the bridges. Like, no, I'm not going back there. I'm, I'm not, I don't need those clothes anymore. I just need n- new dresses. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I love too that, you know, this sexy fit is really the physical and the spiritual, but really at the heart of it is like, what do you want your life to be about? And it's little things like what makes me happy? What makes me feel as a woman in my feminine? For a man who does sexy fit, it's going to be something different. You know, how do I feel really grounded and stable? You know, it's going to be different. But I love that you brought that up because we each have to figure out what makes us feel happy, vibrant, grounded for ourselves. Is it being able to wear, you know, dresses that we feel good in? Is it those flowers we talked about, like pleasure, like seeing flowers in our house? You know, what is it that brings you pleasure so that we're not turning to food for pleasure? Yes. Right. Have flowers as the reward instead of, 
French fries. <laughs> the French fries. <laughs> uh, which I thought was, so, a, which was a really great switch to think about because I do love flowers. Yes. You know, so yes. yeah, that, that is, um, that is like a really great change in thinking by switching it from reward to pleasure and have the pleasure be something beautiful like that. Mm. So, and the other, you know, the other thing that happened to me is that now going to the grocery store, I don't even think about it. Mm. Um, you know, I used to feel like this shame about what, if people are going to judge me from what's in my cart and now it's all vegetables. (laughs) (laughs) Mary, Mary's gone cracker crackers. (laughs) And almond milk. That's what's in my cart. (laughs) So going all the way back to the beginning again, you know, going from how you were eating to how we teach in Sexy Fit, can you tell us more about that? So it didn't feel like deprivation. Was it hard to make the the changes with the food, the smoothies, the supplements? What was that like for you? Well, I have always taken supplements. So for me, supplements wasn't an issue. I mean, even now I have my little pill thing to do the morning, <laughs> but, um, the, the not eating after seven, I was a little nervous about that one, but what I found was I wasn't hungry. Like how the program was set up in that first week, I didn't feel hungry at all. Whatever magical stuff is, <laughs> is in those shakes. And in, in the snacks I was having filled me up. And, and it probably was also because I was eating five times a day instead of like eating one, you know, the morning and then starving until the next and then starving, you know, and then eating late, which was my thing. I used to eat late as well. Like I would have a snack at night uh, and I don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, and I don't need to, but in the beginning it was like getting the, the timing of everything, but really like once I have been able to get the timing and not be so analytical and specific (laughs) and just let it flow and just, okay, I'll have my snack now. It'll be fine. You know? (laughs) And so it's, it was easy. And, and, you know, I make sure that I drink the water so that, you know, I'm consistently getting the hydration from that as well. Yeah. And isn't it refreshing that we don't have you count calories? You know, you're not weighing your food and, and we're not having you definitely not weigh every day. We're only having you weigh once yourself, once a week. And I'll talk about that in a second. But I think that's what makes this really different. And you spoke to this, eating those five to six small meals throughout the day. So your blood sugar is kept stable. You're never too hungry. And we're, you're also not spiking your blood sugar by eating too much or having sugar. And then by seven, you don't have to eat. And then from we've got that seven to six or seven, like 12 hours where you're not eating. So we don't, it's, it's a kind of inter, intermittent fasting, but it's only for 12 hours. You don't have to do more than that. So you don't feel like you're fasting. You're just letting your body rest and recuperate at night. And then when you get up in the morning, I find like I'm hungry in the morning, but you should be. That's like when we're break fasting. And so mm-hmm. that's one of the quickest ways to speed up metabolism and not be hungry. Yeah. And I, I, my stomach actually growls, Mm. you know, so before the way I was eating before 
I would eat because it was time to eat. I never felt hungry until I would get the hypoglycemic kind of lightheadedness. And I don't have that anymore. I do feel the spike if I'm like forget to bring a snack with me and it's, it's getting late. Yeah. I will feel that drop, but it's not like that same kind of lightheaded um, blood sugar thing that I used to get. It's more of like, I'm hungry now. <laughs> Please mm. feed me. <laughs> yes. Stabilize the, long, that. the longer you go where you've been nutriting your body with the supplements and the good foods, you can weather those. We, I mean, we still don't want your blood sugar to go too low and definitely don't want it to spike, but you can weather it better because you've got more nutrition in your cells. But yes. by and large, most people don't have that bank of nutrition to pull from. So when the blood sugar drops, it really drops. <laughs> and then you're like, I want to eat everything in sight. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do you think, when you started the program, what also helped you stick with it? Because obviously with all the programs that you've, tried this one there were certain things was there anything else that you felt really helped you stay with it hi lovely soul it's carmen here and i'm interrupting this episode to tell you about my brand new free manifesting guide so do you feel a little stuck when it comes to manifesting maybe you've been dabbling in this world of manifestation but it's just not flowing Or maybe you're just an inch away from your dreams, but you can't seem to break through. Or perhaps you're brand new to manifestation and you're 100% ready to tap into your superpowers, but you're not quite sure how to get started. You are not alone. We all have our moments of doubt. And here's the truth. We all encounter a few sneaky reasons that can slow us down. And so I've just created a brand new guide and it's called the seven sneaky reasons you're not manifesting. And more importantly, what you can do about them. I talk about common manifestation hiccups, practical steps to reawaken your manifestation mojo, and start turning your dreams into reality now. So to get you started or back into your manifestation flow, go to carmenmarshall.com forward slash seven, like the number, sneaky, S-N-E-A-K-Y. So again, forward slash seven sneaky, and I'll put it in the show notes too. Drop in your email and I'll send you the free guide straight to your inbox. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. Well, you know, alongside of doing this, I also started um, working on getting a connection with my higher self and clearing my limiting beliefs. So in conjunction with, with doing the food part, I was also doing this emotional, spiritual hand in hand piece as well. Mm-hmm. And it allowed me to um, be okay if emotions came up, yeah. you know, because emotions would come up and I'd have this overwhelming need to cry and I just would cry and then it would pass and I would be fine. So in clearing, clearing the, the emotional stuff and clearing some of those blocks, it did help me release some of the attachments to food, release some of these ideas that, um, you know, I'm not lovable or I'm not good enough or, mm. you know, what, whatever other blocks show up, um, I've been able to clear them and 
find peace with myself and, and transition from someone who hated her body to someone who loves her body and wants to move. You know, I want to move my body now mm. and I want to, I want my body to experience life in a wonderful, amazing way that it can. And so it keeps that also feeds, feeds that drive to continue on the program. Yeah, it's, it's very much that once you start experiencing that success and feeling good, then it just, it keeps growing because you don't want to go back to not feeling good or not being able to move in the way you're starting to get used to moving. And I love how you talked about letting the emotions come through because our emotions are literally stored in our tissues, so stored in our body. So with weight loss especially, it's so important that we feel the emotions, we're moving, you know, have some type of movement practice, we're breathing to get those emotions out because otherwise the body literally uses fat to protect ourselves from all those feelings and negative emotions and everything. So yeah, it's just, it's, I think that was what made you so successful is you were so committed to the inner work as well. Yes. And, and that is the, that I think is the key here. It, it really has been beneficial for me to also be doing this um, emotional, spiritual work at the same time, which is part of the program. You know, I, it's just that, you know, do people continue on with the, the mind body piece of it after, you know, I did, I think it's important. And so I keep doing it. Yeah. It's, it's even when we, we can have a, a measure of success and this is for anything, you know, we have a measure of success in something we're doing and then slowly we can go back to our old ways. And then we think, why am I back here? And it's simply because we've let one of those pillars go. The emotional part, you know, it could even be not drinking enough water. It could be like not feeling our emotions. So it's so important that to recognize, okay, what worked, but then to keep going with that and then adjust as we need as well. And yes. something I think was, I want to go circle back to the beliefs in a moment, but I think something that I really have admired about you too is that every Saturday you will post on the forum how you're doing and how the week has been. And you've held yourself so accountable to being very transparent. Like, you know, I lost two pounds this week or this week I didn't lose anything, but I, I have, I'm not taking on any shame or any guilt, you know, I, I just letting it pass through me. Can you share about that? Because I, and you've inspired other people to do the same thing every week. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, I, you know, first of all, I want to say that the group is so safe. You know, sharing in that group feels really safe and feels really, you know, even though I don't know everyone there, I know that we're all on the same journey. And I love that they'd be willing to see this as something, you know, if I write something, they're listening to it from a place of, you know, wow, or, or, wanting to support or, you know, there's that, that givingness that shows up in any of the sharing. And I found that like, it, it really does help me to be accountable to not only how many pounds I lost or whatever kilograms, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we try to make sure I put polls. <laughs> I know you're so good for it's because we have such an international community. <laughs> oh. um, but also, it it you know then I look back at the week and and reflect on what it is that came up for me that week, and then share that piece. Mm. So I I really want to be accountable, not just to the group, but to myself. Mm in this process, um, it's a safe space to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's something I'm, I'm so proud of our Facebook forum because it's a place people can not only ask questions, support each other, you know, really be transparent. And there is this attitude as everyone wants everyone to win. You know, it's like mm -hmm. everyone's rooting for everyone. <laughs> so it's just, it's so lovely, so heart-centered. And I think what's what's so powerful is people don't realize that when someone, when we can witness your journey, it is as beautiful and as amazing for us as it is for you, because we feel so good being able to champion you. So mm -hmm. it's so interesting. Like sometimes we think, oh, I don't want to share, you know, am I bothering people? Do they really want to know? And yet you see the responses to you. People get so much out of being able to support you. So it's yeah, just, it's absolutely. wonderful. Mm. Yeah, there's so much love there. I really, I'm really grateful for the love that shows up. Not that I'm looking for it, but it, you know, it comes as like an extra bonus in my journey, yes. knowing that I'm sharing something that it's being heard and appreciated. Yeah. And I think it's like pleasure. Like we are, we, we need to have pleasure in our life and we need to have love, you know, like, yes, we're meant to love ourselves, but we're also connective human beings. And so we want to feel that love from other people. So it's, yeah, it's nice to have that, that tribe there. But again, so much credit to you for being willing to show up every Saturday. Can you, before we move on to Belize, can you share a little bit about the exercise? And the reason why I want to mention that is the four pillars for our listeners for Sexy Fit is nutrition, but really nourishment. So more than just thinking of like calories and food groups, like what is nourishing your body? So we've got nutrition, we've got the proper supplementation. So your cells are getting fed at the cell level, then the cells take care mm -hmm. of the body. Then we have movement, which is really important, spiritually, physically, everything. And then we have the mind, body, spirit, which I want to go deep in with Julie in just a moment. But can we touch on the, the movement, how you feel that's different in Sexy Fit as well? Because that's a big part of it too. Before doing this, I started going to the gym um, doing aqua aerobics because it was the place I could be where it was low impact on my knee because I, I have, I had knee pain. So, and I loved being in the water. Um, and then from there I started doing, um, personal training with a trainer, like strength training. And so I had continued that during this program and until recently, my knee pain has subsided mostly. <laughs> so I've been able to do more. And so what I started doing is I started doing more strength training during the week. And so um, it's funny because I'll be doing, a, you know, the circuit at the gym and some of the other personal trainers that are there will be like, hey, good job. <laughs> you know, they'll be cheering mm -hmm. me on. and. Um, no, you know, they notice uh, that the weight has gone down and, and it's mm. been, um, it's been <laughs> so, such a joy to be able to say that 
you know, share that I've been on this journey, you know, and I've lost this many pounds. And, um, but really the thing that I've been thinking about recently is, is, you know, anytime I try something new, a program or whatever, someone will always say, well, you really should be doing more cardio or you really should be doing this. And it, what it does is it shuts me down from doing anything. Mm. And so if I want to do strength training three times a week and aqua aerobics two times a week or whatever, why not? You know, like, why would I listen to someone else's rhetoric around what should be what I should be doing? If going for a walk works for me, it shouldn't matter what anyone else says. As long as I'm moving, why not? And, and actually what I did recently is I put um, into my cart, I haven't bought it yet, but uh, one of those trampolines, you know, indoor trampolines, how fun would that be, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and so it's like exploring movement without allowing other people's agendas or ideas of what should you should be doing. If it feels good to you, if it feels good to me, why not? You know, as long as I'm moving and my body feels good, dancing, eventually I would love to be dancing. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet because I still, you know, uh, have some movement stuff, but I'm doing something and I love doing it. It feels good and it shouldn't matter what anyone else says. So well said. And that's, that's such a key of Sexy Fit is it it also has to be fun. Like, yes, we need to move, but it has to be fun and what your body loves doing. And you're dancing. You're like, swimming is dancing. The, the trampoline, that's like one of the best things for a lymphatic system. That's a kind of dancing because you're jumping. So dancing is yeah, not I haven't far away. Done it yet, but <laughs> <laughs> I can't it's wait to hear it. I haven't bought it yet. <laughs> oh, I used to have one in Maui. And then when we moved, I didn't ship it over. So it's been on my mind to, to get one too. Yeah, they're and they're they're so good for joints. They're they're so good for everything. Yes, yeah, and so really, just move. Figure yeah. out what you love to do, and just move. Shouldn't matter. I mean, you know, we were talking about emotions stuck in the body. Like one day, I was at my um, personal training, and I was doing a warm up. She was still with another client, and I started punching the punching bag. And she's like, keep going, you know, when we transition, mm. my time starting. And then she's like, okay, like really get in there and really like punch into it. And like, I started crying because I had some emotions that were showing up there that needed to come out. And just in the, you know, five minutes of, of punching this punching bag, I was able to release a little bit of, of some anxiety that I had been holding on to. And who knew it would have shown up in that way, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you already touched on some of the beliefs that you had to shift. Do you mind just reviewing? Because I, I think these are core beliefs that many of us need to shift. What, were you, what would you say some of the ones that were the core ones during Sexy Fit that you found that you needed to transform? Uh, I'm not enough is a huge one. Like I'm not doing enough, being enough, enough. Um, that was, um, and still that one will show up for me as like a old system, 
you know, that mm-hmm. I might still need to work on. But, you know, as I've, as I've allowed these beliefs to come up and really like sit in the fact that like, why would anyone ever believe they're not enough? Like that is such an ingrained thing that so many of us have. And it's because of how we were treated, not to blame, not to, you know, you know, whoever it was has their own stuff they're working on and they passed it on to us, but to really ingrain that into who we are to the point where we think we're not enough is really, it's sad in a way, but it's also a miracle to know that that isn't true. You know, like who we are, who we truly are, are an inspiration to other people. We are a light. We're a smile that someone needed that day. You know, we are a light that someone needed to be next to, you know, in that moment. It's that energy of love and light. Like, that's really who we are. How could you say that's not enough? And so that, you know, bringing myself back into that when I do go into that space allows me to re-engage back into the, the belief that I am enough and that it, enough isn't even like a thing. I am light and love and that's what I want. I want to express that in my life mm. and in my interactions with people. Yeah, it's so, so important that it's not connected to any doing. It's just who you are being, and that yes. is enough. Yes. And so, and in the beingness of it, what you're doing ends up being more, right? Yeah. <laughs> so um, the other one, the other big one is I'm not lovable. And, you know, it, there, I don't know if it's worldwide, but they had this show on here in the U.S. called The Biggest Loser. And it was a, a competition show to get people to lose weight. And I never watched it because I was so angry at the idea that they would call it The Biggest Loser because so many of us who have weight call ourselves a loser. We're a loser because we're fat or we're a loser because we're not, you know, size two or whatever it is that we're saying. And I know it was a pun, a play on words, you know, but I know how I feel and felt when I was overweight and people, you know, would look at me in a certain way because of my weight. And I felt unlovable. You know, I, I was uh, out one day and this little kid pointed at me and says, says, Mom, look how fat she is. And it just like solidified how unlovable I was because even a child couldn't look at me without seeing my weight. And again, like just because I had weight doesn't make me unlovable. It just makes me, made me someone who feels the need to protect myself. And so 
I, you know, I grew up with trauma that brought me to the place where I felt like I needed to protect myself because being attracted, attractive was hard for mm, me. Was, yeah, it was dangerous. And, mm. Yeah. And so that also integrates in with this idea of not being lovable. Because if I were lovable, then I wouldn't have been hurt. So, you know, that's another really big one that shows up about, you know, and that, and I also had a lot of self-hatred around it that I aimed at my body as well. So um, it was really about acknowledging that you know, what had happened to me was, it happened, yes, but it wasn't my fault that there were people that were in my life that were toxic. And then to re-examine what I really want, who I want to be, and that lovable isn't about how I was treated or how I was being or who I was in that moment. I, everyone is lovable. Each one of us, even the nasty, toxic ones, <laughs> have something in them that is, can be lovable. <laughs> they might not own it or be around it, but, you know, we are lovable because we come from love. Why do people love babies? Mm. Because babies are an expression of love and the miracle of love. And that's why everyone wants to, most people want to be around babies. I can't talk about everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but babies have that way of being and that's who we are. We were that at one point, that mm. lovable creature that came into this world and something happened where we lost touch with that, but that's really who we are. And re-acknowledging that and re-embracing that as who we are, who I am, I am lovable. Whether I am, you know, 300 and whatever pounds I started at or 150, which I'm reaching for, and everything in between. You know, my weight shouldn't be the gauge of my lovability because it comes from my heart space. And so that is really what I want to express. And that is why I'm clearing this stuff out, these beliefs out. Yeah. And I've seen in this year that the love you have for yourself grow so much, you know, from I didn't know you before the challenge, but just in the space of this year, I've seen the exuberance and the love for yourself, which is where we have, before we can be lovable, we have to, well, I shouldn't say before we were always lovable, but the most important thing is to love ourselves. And I think yeah. that's what I also just so commend you for doing is you went deep into that work of self-love. And I think sometimes we, we bandy that term around self-love and it's oh, oh, like, oh yeah, I love myself. But most of us don't, you know, so I, I really for listeners to really think about that. Is there anything that you feel blocked in your life about 
And oftentimes it goes back to somewhere not having self-love for ourselves, And that's the work that you do. And also the other thing I, why I just love what you do is you've, it's something that you've come to terms with in your life and now you teach it, which I think is the best teacher. Yeah. So can you, can you share a little bit about like your journey of now being a coach and helping people with their own beliefs and their own self-worth? I've always loved helping people. Like it's always been something that is just innate, I guess, <laughs> for me. And so I never was able to figure out how to get to that, you know, how to find my niche in what it is and how to help people, you know, not just listening, but being able to inspire someone to actually see their own inner light is an amazing gift. And so um, I've been able to, I've been trained recently into, into being able to do that, that it's a way, there is a way to teach people how to connect with themselves and how to find that light and how to clear those blocks. Mm. And I love being able to help people do that. Like that, mm. I mean, when I first started this work, I was like, everyone should be doing this for themselves. Like, seriously, why are you doing this? You know? <laughs> and what I'm finding is that people are a little cautious and they want to, they want someone to help them do that first. And so I can be that. I can help you clear your limiting beliefs, but really my true desire is for you to see how amazing you are. And if I can give you just a glimmer of that, that is beautiful. I, mm. You know, I love that feeling. I love inspiring that in people. And if that seed takes root and then starts growing, even better. Yeah. yeah, and I, I think the best people to be coaches in anything is people who have gone through the journey themselves. It's just not, you know, knowledge from university, from a book, from a certification. It's like you've gone through it yourself. So I'm going to put yeah. in the show notes where to find you if anyone wants to do coaching with you. Can you say your website, let people know your website right now? Yes. Yeah, so my website is um, unlockyourshine.com. And then also, do you have a preferred social media place, Instagram or Facebook, that you like to connect with people? I'm on both. Okay. And my handle on both are Julie Gassior and the number one. So where do you want to head? What are your goals for the next year with Sexy Fit and your own journey? So I, I'm just been so inspired for this last year, and I can't wait to work with you for this following year. But what, what do you want to feel and be for this, this next year? Well, I, the one thing that I put on my why is so right now, so how I take the stairs is like half step at a time. I've been doing a little bit better, but I also like use my arms a lot too, to, to do the moves. I have plantar fasciitis and I got into a bad habit of doing the one step at a time. So I have been doing better about doing the stairs, um, but really I want to be able to do stairs without thinking about it. Like, mm. and there's actually this machine <laughs> at the gym that's like a stair thing. 
which I don't know how long I'll be able to want to do that because it's the same as a treadmill in the same, you know, because you're just kind of going nowhere. <laughs> but I'd like to be able to get on that thing and at least do for a little bit. And that's one of my big goals that I want to do is like get mm-hmm. to the place where I feel that strength in my legs to do the stairs up and down without thinking about it, not holding on, you know, just being able to do that. Mm. Almost like, <laughs> I guess the, what showed up is like that, you know, the Rocky um, running up those stairs in yes, that yes. Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, that's what you want to do on the machine. Okay, I want a video of that. <laughs> oh. um, and I think the really the thing is like, now that I've, I mean, I still see the weight. I still see the weight that I hold, um, especially, you know, because when you're in the gym, there's mirrors everywhere. Um, the one thing I've noticed is I don't, I acknowledge that the weight's there. I don't beat myself up about it. Mm. But really, I I want, uh, you know, some of this more to be gone. Like I want to feel even better in my body, really, and really be able to look in the mirror and be like, you go girl. Yes. <laughs> you did this yes. like you rock. Yes. And you so do. And I, I love the goals of how you want to feel and be, because I think those are even more, the weight will come off when we focus on how we want to feel and be, you know, it's that's yeah. the next hundred pounds is going to just melt off by focusing on who you want to feel and be and, and feeling the muscles in your arm. I remember when you, you posted it, I can feel the muscles in my arm. <laughs> just amazing. Julie, yeah. you're such an inspiration. I just, I'm so thankful that you joined Sexy Fit because it's, you've been an inspiration to everybody and your story is just amazing and you're doing really important work out there. And I just thank you for saying yes to Sexy Fit and for being who you are. And I can't wait for this next year with you. And yes. all we talked about is going to be in the show notes. So if you feel called to work with Julie, please contact her. And um, I can't wait to see you on the Sexy Fit Facebook forum. Yay. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Julie. Bye. And bye, listeners. We will see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It really helps me to get the podcast out there to support more people just like you to create soulful lives. And as a thank you, I'd love to send you my 20 personal affirmations for manifesting an aligned, magical, and fulfilling life. To access this freebie, simply send a screenshot of your review to soulcraft at carmenmarshall.com and I'll send you my favorite affirmations and mantras straight to your inbox. All my love and I'll see you on the next episode.